0: Joined by Mark Hughes here at downtown Kilmore at the Kilmore Racing Club. Hughesy, what a spectacular day here in Victoria.
1: Well, look, mate, um, we've pulled it off again. Another 30-degree day um, in summer in uh, Victoria. We're in Kilmore this time, uh, the last time. Both towns starting with a K and, mate, Friday afternoon. Where else would you rather be?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I know one Cambray's upset. He was looking for some more river footage or, or something along those lines. But um, we're up here in the Grandstand, a little bit of an AFL feel to it, sitting back in the Grandstand, um, overlooking the track.
1: Yeah, yeah, look, as we know, we always do something different, you know. Um, and, yeah, we're just sitting back here like uh, those sports reporters do uh, <laughs> when they uh, dial up a couple of the... Uh, Plays and um, at, at the ground and at training, and yeah, we're going to sit down and preview um, half a dozen
0: yearlings for our sale on Sunday week. Sunday the 19th um, yep. of February, it is going to get here very, very fast. Um, the 17th NZB Millions Night is now going to be at Cambridge, um, unfortunately, due to the floods and uh, losing Auckland as a racetrack for a short period of time. Still going to be a very, very big weekend of sales, and everything then rolls into the 19th and kicks off, and it's going to be super big, isn't it?
1: Yeah, look, um, we're looking forward to Sunday week, um, the 19th, for us. Uh, Yearlings go in on uh, Friday the 17th. Um, Parade on Saturday the 18th, which you'll be streaming live for us from um, the salubrious surrounds of Caracas. And um, sale day on Sunday, which we look forward to. It's our grand final day. It's the stamp on um, effectively the breeding season um, for us going to the yearling sale and selling. 35 lots for us um 25 colts and 10 fillies 10 stunning fillies which i've already mentioned to a lot of people i've never seen a yeah. better philly draft from us you, you in were a long there just time. recently weren't you yeah look i was there about four weeks ago so i had a good look firsthand and um just to have a look um at where we're at um in preparation wise um there was a new zealand uh budstock tour all the boys are up from the south island a couple of aussies across gene feast of course um preeminent buyer of um, New Zealand um, stock um, and particularly off us and another a lot of vendors over the journey were there. Uh, look, you know, not speaking out of school, but we have always have high expectations about the way we go about things. Um, but I've never seen a Philly draft like the one we're about to present. Our Colts are stunning as well, but our girls,
0: wow. There's a lot, of big push too, and I know Woodlands are supporting a lot of the New Zealand races actually over there with the mayors. There is the realization that we need more mares we need more high quality mares in it to go back to our breeding barn to continue the cycle because there is going to be a shortage of horses if we continue on the spiral that we are now the the realization from racing jurisdictions on both sides of the ditch that we have to have these quality mares races and put them on and they are going to facilitate it's the right time now to start buying fillies because once these races come around and people start seeing them in one and two years time they're going to go a filly that once could win 50 is going to win over 100. We should be purchasing these horses. It's the right time now to get in and get buying
1: them. Yeah, look, it's a great time to be buying a filly. Um, they've simply been an underutilised uh, you know, means at a yearling sale, particularly over the last 10 or 15 years. they played second fiddle to the boys all the time. They now race for the same money. Um, there's great opportunity with them as well, but... The reality is now, and I'll say this is my little buzz about the fillies now, is I'm terming them a double threat. So great money to race for, but also some of the pedigrees around our fillies now are quite amazing.
0: They are, um, and they're so important. And I, I, I mix in a lot of different circles. The performance horse people yep. cannot believe we put such an importance on the colts and mm. the fillies. They put the importance on the stallions once they're proven. Yep. We have to purchase these colts. We're going we're to highlight quite a few colts, and the colts are there, but we just seem to forget the fillies. I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, look, um, you know, uh, I guess the reality is for us, um, as he dashes as the wind um, takes away some paperwork. I uh, thought it might be important. <laughs> <laughs> the reality is uh, one time um, in the not-too-distant not past, you know, one of the fastest horses in the Southern Hemisphere was a, was a filly, yep. uh, Mares. Um, they're running incredibly fast times now, um, and they're going deeper into their careers as well. Um, And as I say, they're racing for the same money and, um, you know, you're getting, for a long time, you've been getting a bargain in some areas.
0: Um, Just very quickly before we go on, Sweet Lou's book is full. That was announced last week. Um, Just want to confirm that, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, Lou's book's uh, done and dusted ahead of 23-24.
0: It's got to be good and and bad.
1: Well, look, it's one of these chestnuts that I have, as we're well aware. (laughs) Um, It's it's poor form that breeders can't get access to one of, you know... Lou's doing a great job in North America. His emergence here yep. is, ne- is now, and it is going forward. Um, it's a chestnut of mine that breeders can't get to him, mate. You know, we've got bookings now for the following season for him now already. Yep. 24-25. So, look, Lou's, um, Lou's well on the way. We're going to preview a couple of his fillies today. A um, couple of them are seriously, as I call, double threats, but, no, Lou's done and dusted for
0: next year. Yeah, which is um Good for woodlands sad for woodlands as well but um, anyway we'll, yep. that's a chestnut for another day and we'll go <laughs> go from there we're going to as we said going to highlight half a dozen Um, it's an odds and evens thing, you've stuck with the evens I don't know if you're aware of it, I did once I started writing the notes out, I was like, every one of these is an even, so um, you're in a very square mood today, Husey, which is um, a few people, as I said, they're more waiting for the river, Um, the first one we actually are (laughs) going to highlight is the sweet Lou out of I didn't realise the beautifully named let alone how well performed she was, but beautifully named Best Western. when you go back through and have a look at some of the uh, progeny and the the close relations to her um, this filly here, this is a first foal um, Um, to be offered out of Best Western um, and, as you said there, by Sweet Lou.
1: Yeah, look, lot number 10... um, Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Forgot the lot number.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yearling filly by Sweet Lou out of um, the $170,000 earner, uh, Best Western. New Zealand record holder, Northern Oaks winner. Um, Have a very good look at the family. This is one of these double threat fillies that I'm going to advise you about. This is probably... Without a liable word, our best filly. Um, the boss is going to love this because he bred it. So um, he raced Best Western, Andrew Grierson. This is a stunning filly. This is, and when I talk about the threat of being a broodmare as well, this is the family of Kate's First, which is in turn the family of Christian Cullen. Yep. So <laughs> this is one of these fillies that, you know, you want to be there early, you want to be on her. She's a serious prospect.
0: Um. Reminiscing Kilmore today, absolute stunning day. She won a heat of the breeders' crown here at Kilmore on a not so <laughs> splendid day. A not so stunning day. Am I right? That was the first one I think I met Andrew. Yeah, it right? we'll the first,
1: first yeah, it was a magnificent um, August uh, evening, about uh, minus I had three here. <laughs> I had two beanies
0: on, I remember walking out on the track, um, it was revolting, yeah. but yeah. Um, but she was a serious horse, wasn't
1: she? Oh she, look, she was she wasn't big, um, but that's atypical of that family. Um, you have a look at her brothers, John Wayne and all that, they're all they're all small. Yep. So, but this filly's a different cut of a filly. She's a loo. Lou's are athletic. Yep. That's, there's no two ways about that. They're athletes. Yep. Um, and look, yeah, no, she, she she made a Breeders' Crown final here that year. It was a magnificent night here, as, as we recall. This is her first fall for offer. Group one winning mayor by the leading two-year-old Sire of Winners in Australia. $40 million in the locker in North America is a stallion now, Sweet Lou. Um, I urge people to be around her and be on her early. She is a magnificent filly.
0: And the one thing about Sweet Lou and the reason he was purchased out here was for that outcross. Not yep. one black type double up in that whole pedigree there. That's exactly what he was bought here for, that betters yep. Delight outcross to yep. to give people something different. Then you've got that filly. You've got that outcross. You can go just about anywhere mm. with that mare. To send it to. So for future planning, it's got that double whammy.
1: Well, the... The future-proofing for any broodmare owner now is that if you've got a sweet Lou filler, you are just locked into wherever you can go. The simple reality is that you know going forward, there's all of a sudden a crazy amount of some beach somewhere blood in our system. Probably a little bit too much. I hate to say this, but um, you know. But with Lou and with a daughter of his, mate, your options. You have got a
0: candy store of options. Yep, going forward. Yep, which is, and as you said, leading to the odds 50 yep. winners last season. Yep. Already hit the ground running this year as well. Yep. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. Lot 14 is the second one. This one we say about Sunbeach some somewhere. This is by the son of Sunbeach some somewhere down by the seaside out of Better Babe Fast by Better's Delight. Half brother to the sensationally performed My Ultimate Baxter, um, Scotty Whitten, and that I'm sure will be sitting there watching this one <laughs> and waiting to see. But he, uh, well, what's he won? I forgot, well, I had a look actually. Not quite 100,000. He'll clear 100,000 easy, this horse.
1: Yeah, look, um, Seaside's the flavour. Um, when I
0: say he, I mean my ultimate backer, not this horse. <laughs> Anyone's looking, they say the reserves a hundred. Be careful, it's not what I meant. My ultimate backer we be more love than a hundred for him. We don't love a hundred for him, by the way. But no,
1: look, as we know, our, our prices are always reasonable. They'll all be there to be sold. So Seaside, um, winner down under in um, January. Um, I've, we've spotted six or eight, ten trial winners um, in Australia and New Zealand in the last couple of weeks for him. So pretty common theme amongst where we're heading on the maternal side out of a better's delight mare mum's had four to the races here for four winners so 100 percent producer on the racetrack. as you mentioned my old Baxter he was a 54 winner at menangle this week yep. just passed came from the back they don't often run on that strong at menangle but he came from the back and won been a lovely purchase for Scotty Whitten and Tumby Park who were who always always buy our stock and were on sweet Lou from the get-go Seaside, for those out there in Australia, I'm pretty confident I'll be closing his book in the next 10 days. Um, So if you want to get a a colt by a sire that's going to have a big impact down here, then here's one for you out of 100% producing mare. Um, And look, um, not a lot of... There are only a couple of generations on the page as well.
0: Exactly. And um, you said there before that um, with the Sweet Lou and being a filly, you've got that option of going to... Because you're going to have all these seaside colts. The reality is this is a cult he's he's by a seaside stay and the job that he's doing on the racetrack no one can shy away from it and he's just an, he's got the pedigrees behind him um it's just going to work isn't it
1: yeah this this is going to work mum just seems to work with anything he's in a very muscular cult this one and that's one thing we've thaw- thought about down by the seaside um they're muscular big strong like their father um and look i've spoken to a number of people in the last fortnight and people are you know raving to me about the seasides they've got how easy they are to handle, prepare. There'll be a number going forward in the sales. Um, in the not too distant future, his say down here is going to be pretty big.
0: Scotty Whitten, we said to him, he'll, he'll be sitting up and having a look at this one. The next one, um, this will have Joe Pace looking at it. I've got no joy. <laughs> as well as a few, a few others. Lot 18, a Sweet Lou out of another Better's Delight mayor. And of course, that's why Sweet Lou was bought here. That's why. And it's across at Andrew, and everyone is very, very keen on that will work and Paul. Um, but Better Babe. Um, and this Better Babe, of course, is a half to Supreme Dominator amongst others. That's the reason I mentioned Joe Pace. <laughs> this is a terrific family, awesome family, and it's a filly. So you get that again. Mm. Gilded sword, you get two, yep. two options. Great racehorse,
1: yep. great broodmare. And here's that double threat we're talking about, um, yep. as you've just mentioned. So, August Philly, um, so she turns up at Caracas next week. She's 18 months old. Yep. She's another magnificent hey, Philly. old, that's scary, isn't In it? our draft. Um, full sister, the dam to Supreme Dominator, but in turn, a full sister to. Um, uh, Spanish Armada, yeah. $787,000 and at least seven Group Ones, New Zealand two-year-old, three-year-old filly of the year. It is a genuine Phillies family. Um, cheer the lady in there, um, Group One winner herself. So, if anyone's looking to get into a preeminent Woodlands family with generation on generation of Group One horses, um, here's a filly and an August filly as well. And by Sweet Lou and sweet, sweet Lou's girls, mate. They rock.
0: Um, for the Australians, like, that, that's a huge tease, this horse, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, any breeder, anyone out there wants to improve their bloodlines mm. um, and then also have the opportunity of a great racehorse because the family has left good mares, good boys. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a, just a great family.
1: It's just a great family. And you look at that, you take that Philly home and you rebreed it down the track after hopefully a very successful racing career. There's $1.5 million on that page.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: um that's some some families are atms that are going to be available through us and other people in new zealand in the next in 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 the next week that's why the new zealand brand is so strong and so significant
0: it is and the more you look at the stats the more people in Australia need to be looking at these horses and what they are actually doing. Because it is scary. And it's a job that a a small island, if you like, the job that they're Mm. actually doing to Australian racing is incredible. Including the next one we're going to highlight, because this is a family I know a lot of people would want to get into. This is a cult, not a filly, so you you don't get that uh, to be able to breed from it. But the boys down by the seaside had a better romance. But it goes back to that pacing family, that pacing mate. It's scary pacing, Grace. (laughs) It is a scary... Talk about good family. This is a Colts family. Most of the boys out of this can really run and become serious horses.
1: Yeah, look, um, my early doors inspection on this is this is, in my opinion, our best Colt. Um, there was four weeks to work to be done from January to when I see him now, but a Colt with a presence um, two generations on the page. And as you say, a Colts family, a significant family that goes very, very deep. It's a time on a Woodson's family that is at the marketplace on a religious basis. Um, half to I'm a gigolo, winner for Crandall Getty now in the Ron in, uh, Ron Ronnie Burke barn in North America. He's a sweet Lou. He's a Meadowlands winner. Yep. Um, and as you say, and a pedigree update there as well, some girls don't. Um, winner it in Brisbane last week for uh, Luke McCarthy, owned by the Fleur de Trust, so the McCarthy family is on this family as well. Um... And look, as you say, pacing major, American dealer, Queensland derby winner. All you need is Faith 149. So here's a Colt for all intention purposes. You might want to get the calculator out. I'd estimate $1.5 to $2 million on this Colts page.
0: There's two horses on this pedigree that I just saw there with a 149.4 next to their name as well. And it is a Colts family. It is a Colts family, It's a high family. Again, that you son. know,
1: and you know, you, you look at that family. We we weren't afraid to go to our major to Captain Treacherous. Those sort of, you know, we're not, we're not afraid to do that. A lot of other farms in our sphere are scared to do that. Mate. Yep.
0: Yeah. No. This is it is exciting, and as you said, then, but the betters delight, Jesse Grace. Yep. Great family. I'm <laughs> sure there's going to have a lot of people looking at that. that. Was lot number 26. 26. We're now going to do a betters delight colt. Um, what a job he's doing. Betters delight. Just amazing, isn't it? Four. Was it last five? Well I don't know if it's last five years, but five years in a row, he's been the leading sire in four different um, jurisdictions, which is just amazing.
1: Yeah, it's staggering. Um, when everybody's um, hung their shingle up as a stay in um, probably a decade prior, um, the king still rolls on. Um, yeah, look, leading sire in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and the United States on at least four occasions in his glittering career. Um, There's another
0: scary stat. He's actually th- the Made the most money uh, through um, prize money in that of any horse
1: of any progenitor in the world, thoroughbred and standardbred. The king has made north of five hundred million. Um, staggeringly scary thing is, there's probably there might be another you know hundred or two hundred million to come. Um, yeah. Given his impact, Australian broodmare leading broodmare sire in Australia last year.
0: Don't you think it's funny, like we're, we're, we're the poor cousins of the thoroughbreds. Here we've got this great selling point and no mm. one wants to push it out there. No one wants to promote it. You know, like here's this stallion in who, who's produced more winners, stands for $22,000. If he was mm. a thoroughbred, he'd be 22 million, mm. you know, like for, for what he stands for. But yeah. no, they, they don't, for some, whatever reason, we don't want to put it out there.
1: No, we're um, poor promoters of our greatness, mate. Yeah. Um, everyone knows that. Um, stay-ins, trainers, drivers, whatever. We're not great promoters of our brand, anywhere. Um, and whether that's our own fault, um, our, our administrators, our reluctance to put our brand out there, um, continues to um, amaze me why we don't. Yep. Um, you know, <laughs> people build statues to great sportsmen, or well, they should be building a great statue to this stadium. Yep. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll probably actually build one at the front gate, um, you know, when, when, when things are done and dusted, but... Um, until such time you know like we the sport doesn't celebrate its greatness enough
0: i totally agree and we do and you're spot on we need to promote we need to get the branding out there. there's no mistake while there's so much green on this shot that we're doing yep. now yep. because that is the, that is the woodlands green and you've got to get it out there and got to rejoice it um yep. and celebrate it and it's a ju- huge job yep. the fact that you can still purchase horses buying too is super exciting mm, mm. uh this horse here well this is the, the golden cross but it's like christian cullen do i have to say any more
1: yeah, no, you don't have to say any more. And um, the reason I thought this, this would be an easy one just to gloss over because it's a better's cold. It's a full brother to I'm a masterpiece who's won 650 grand. Um, the reason that we highlighted this one is because it's for the first time the mother's actually left what we call a really good type. Mum's always left fairly coarse foals, um, ugly, clunky looking, like Euro- European type ones that are a bit slabby and all over the place, whereas the one out of her this year is just a stunner.
0: I think I can get a way of saying this, then, because you've said that. That's probably invitation only, like a mm. lot of ability, yeah. but he's just raw. Like, I mean, we saw him at Man- uh, sorry Melton last week. He just ran off the track, yeah. and yep. he has yep. got the ability, and I know Cran tried their best to get it out of him, and now he's with Jason yep. Grimson, and, and you can see it's there, but yep. that raw and that um, untapped, whereas this horse is a racehorse to look at.
1: Yeah, he's a racehorse to look at, and he's one of those ones. I know he'll be on a lot of shoppers' lists, mate, um, but having said that, type-wise, type looks-wise, walk-wise, magnificent.
0: Forget how good it was. Another masterpiece was wasn't it? too, don't we?
1: Yeah, no. Look, he was a, he was a rock star. At two, three, four. He's now in um, Yonkers. Uh, he's with them, um, the Triton Barn in, um, yeah. New, in in New York, and he's he was cutting a sway there through Yonkers um, around November, December. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's done a, another horse that's done a great job, and he'll be one of those ones that'll. Probably, you know, if he stays sound in the states, he'll probably tick to a million
0: dollars. Well, Always see a lot of stake money over there with the um, the US. He's had six wins and 113,000, so he's winning the serious races, the proper races. Yeah, yeah, winning, and so. that's
1: the joy of places like Yonkers, mate. They're racing for 45, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yep. Oh, was that oh, Ararat? Yep. Right? The night he won the Ararat Cup, that horse. He was a rippin' horse. Yeah. And spunky little bloke to look at. Yeah, um, yep. And the last one we're going to highlight is lot number 106. Another of the Golden Crosses, another better delight out of um, the Christian Cullen, Marion Saucy um, Cullen. Yep. Um, this one, well, we this one we are highlighting because?
1: Well, look, we've always, um, I think over the journey when we've been previewing these yearling sales the last four or five years, we've always allocated what we call our diamond in the rough. The one that, you know... Doesn't get a second look. Um, The odd cursory glance that you look at and you never go back to. But he's one of those ones that I had a cursory glance at the first time when I saw him and it's like, oh, okay, here we go. One of those ones that would be very easy to pass over. The the pedigree page is solid, but it's not spectacular. But on type, looks, the way he walked and his attitude, um, first class, very good looking animal um pedigree update as well his full brother won at cambridge last night um chimichurri and he's an emerging progressive type of pacer yep so but he's one of these ones that you know everybody will probably flick the page and go oh yeah better's out of a column there don't want to have a look at it it'll be deer, um, because two. it'll be two deer yep all that sort of stuff but he just may be one of those ones that isn't necessarily in the two deer sphere
0: I would have purposely run the video over this twice, making over the top of us, because no one needs to see you and I, and we want people to be able to, yep. to see him. And that is one of the things, um, I suppose Woodlands do very, very well, is put all these videos up on their own website, Woodlands, yep. woodlands.co, woodlandsstud.co.nz, or you go to the NZB, you can see the full catalogs there as well, um, yep. and be able to click on the videos and the photos also get in touch with yourself yep. um, you're going over thursday i think thursday you said. we'll be there yep. Um, yep i'll be over there on the friday don't get in touch with me about inspecting yearlings and that <laughs> i i declare my hand a long way out that i'm not that good at it i just enjoy uh, i enjoy promoting them and, and seeing what actually happens but we want australians to be aware that they can get people there on the ground there to look at them i know Cambrai and the guys at NZB were only more than happy to. Yep. Uh, they won't tell you buy it or not. They can yep. give you what they say and what they yep. see. So we want to make sure that people are aware that there are mm. avenues that they can get around to doing that.
1: Yeah, look, I'm I'm we're an open book on everything. So we're, you know, photos, videos, all our scopes are up already, all our horses are past the scope, no dramas there. They'll they're all up online. We have I've got a person that is independent of me that I'm quite happy to refer people to yep. to, to discuss. It's quite easy for me to say, yeah, that's a goer. I'd rather say, no, I'll stand at arm's length. I've got someone on the ground over there who I am more than have a lot of faith in, that they can get their opinion on yearlings from them. Um, And I believe that's the only way we can get business done, you know, so yeah. Um, But look, 35 outstanding lots for us. We look forward to this. It's the first time we've been back in New Zealand for a yearling sale since 2020. Um, We're excited, as I say, it's a rubber stamp for us after breeding season. To catch up with some Aussies over there as well. 37 Woodlands bred and raised winners in Australia and New Zealand since January 1. Nearly one a day. i
0: about to ask, how many um, days have we had?
1: <laughs> well, what are we? So 31, and today's the 10th. so 41. 41. Yeah. Um, so 37 winners in 41 days. There's always been a couple of doubles there and a treble. But there's very few operations in our business that can say they're churning out that amount of winners on a regular basis. That wouldn't take into account export horses to Canada and the US as well. So I'd be pretty confident to be averaging one a day at the moment. Um, our product is world class, we're renowned for you know um, offering the best and that's what we are going to continue to do mate.
0: Yep, Continue to raise the bar, hopefully we can get these CN limits lifted but Another story for another day. We all just, uh, just have to put it in there. It doesn't matter. The people at of B don't watch it, so it's okay. We won't worry. The one thing we, I do want to make sure that people are aware, and I keep banging on about this too, though, that the, the progeny, the horses from New Zealand, the job they do do in Australia is amazing. We need to also keep these horses in New Zealand. We need the New Zealanders to keep these horses in because the whole industry needs to be strong, both sides of the ditch. We want Australians to invest in New Zealand stock. Yep. Um, you said there before about Gene Feast and the likes. They leave them then there for the New Zealand trainers yep. to, to, to look after and yep. go from there. We need that. We need that buy and We need some of those horses to come to Australia so that the New Zealanders have some money, but we also need the horses to stay there. And these fillies and the, the mares, we must, must continue to try and grow the mares and the mares band over there. So they do have strong races. But again, four, five, six years down the track, we've got strong mares coming back through these catalogs and improving the breed. And I think mm. well done to Woodlands for offering them up. Yeah, um, and they're all there for the legitimate sale. I've seen how the operation runs first hand. It is brilliant. I encourage people if they've still got time. The 19th of uh, Feb, it's going to come around very very quickly at NZB. But jump on a plane if you can. Don't think you can stay at the Hilton, but you can you can definitely get accommodation not far off and um, get across there and see how the whole operation runs first hand.
1: Yeah, look, I encourage people if they've got the opportunity to get there. Um, we will have our reserves available to everybody Sunday morning before the sale. We sit down methodically and go through those. Every horse will have a reserve that is fair and reasonable we sell them we don't want to take them home um, that's why we do this so um, our reserves will be kind
0: yep yeah get the message out there Hughesy, thank you um, I know where the next one will be it'll be in Caracas but uh, <laughs> middle of July we're we going to go up the snowfields you are a Melbourne supporter we could yeah, do that couldn't um,
1: we yeah we could no well, mate I'm tipping the D's in the top four this year so we won't be making any trips to the snow um, <laughs> I reckon the next link up actually will be, I'll be in Ireland in uh, June. So um, maybe you can um, call me when I'm over there. I'll be at the um, Irish Harness Racing, I believe, in uh, June. So uh, I'll get hold of the boys at um, Oakwood Stud and maybe we can do a couple of live crosses up there, mate. Uh, Campbell's comments goes um, European.
0: Are you going to go the Bush Ranger back <laughs> when, you, if, when you go across? you going to do it a little bit longer?
1: Oh, we'll see how we go, mate. Um, it's starting to uh, irritate me, but, you know, I'll carry on for a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hughes, thank you. Woodlandstud.co.nz or NZB uh to get your whole lot of your catalogues and go from there. And as we said, we'll be over there. I'll be over there from the 17th, 18th, and then sale day is on the 19th. Hughes, thank you very much for joining me and continue the good work, mate. Thanks, Paulie. Love your work too.